Welcome to Business Magic with Maggie Gila, making your business feel and work like magic for you and those you want to impact. Turns out you don't need a wand, you need a strategy. You're listening to a series I did called The Strategy Sleepover, where I invited some of my past micro-launch students and mastermind clients to talk about how they have simplified their businesses. If you're interested in learning more about the micro-launch method, my flagship course on how to market and sell your offers in three weeks or less, go to maggiegill.com slash micro-launch. Now, on to the episode. Hey, hey, Maggie here, and welcome to another session of the Strategy Sleepover. I'm here today with one of my good friends, one of my clients, and my instructional designer, Mariana Pena, who is uh, an amazing superstar. And one thing I really admire um, about her is how she's made decisions, how she grew her business in less than a year, hitting her first 10K month, which is incredible. Um, and how she's been able to like really keep things simple, which is why I wanted to share her her and her story here today. Mariana, do you want to introduce yourself to everyone? Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Um, as you mentioned, I'm an instructional designer. I work with online business owners, transforming their knowledge and their expertise into a powerful learning experience for their clients. I love that. And so you started your business less than a year ago. Um, I, I feel that it's when you're at that starting phase, you have all the ideas, you want to do all the things and you're not really sure like what the roadmap is and there's so many possibilities. How do you deal with that kind of situation making those decisions? Yes, this is a very good question because it's true. And I am a learner at heart. So I can get caught up in, I need more information. I need to, you know, benchmark, I need to assess and I need to compare. Um, so when I come uh, came across your work, your approach to business um, and what back then was not the method itself, but you already were working with that uh, and following the principles. I thought, I really like this approach. I really believe that um, not everybody should follow the same path. And I'm just going to listen to one single advice. And I chose your advice for that. So I want to share this because I know a lot of us in the online sphere, we are learners and we feel that we need more information and more information. And while that is fun, um, it's not necessarily the path that is going to lead you to action and you need to take action. Um, you already know your stuff. So for me, it was about talking to you and you helping me strip down things to the very core of what I could do and how I could deliver my uh, consultancy services in the easiest way and sticking to that advice. Because I think that's where we sometimes were not as good um, to just, okay, I'm going to follow this advice and I'm going to give it a couple of months at least to keep walking that path because consistency is going to give you results. Yeah. I love that. I think you bring up some really good points here because one following one mentor. Yes. Especially at the beginning, like 
I feel like, so now that I'm, you know, a bit more established, I have like confidence in my own decision-making and strategy. I have multiple mentors, but I also am really confident in how I take their advice and feedback and filter through my system. But when I was starting out or, or in early stages, the more people I took advice from, the more confused I got and the less I actually did because I would then start getting conflicting advice. Yes. Same here. Same here. So now that I uh, I am confident in the business, um, of course, you always grow your business, right? It never mm-hmm. stops. But now I can, I can see and I know how I enjoy working with people. And so now I can take advice from different mentors, different uh, people that I um, admire, but all of them help me make informed decisions on a path that I already started last year. So now it's not about shifting all the time, which I think it's the problem when you're following a lot of different voices, but taking what works for me, which I learned from you, um, and then using that to make my informed decisions for my business and staying with that, like confidently walking the path of, I know this is going to work. I just need to give it time. And sure, it, it sure pays back when you stay on a certain single path, following one advice, especially when you're starting out. Um, it, it's, it, it just makes all the difference. And I think, how did you, well, it's a bit of a weird question to ask since you, you know, you picked me as your mentor when you were starting out, but <laughs> what, what were the, the elements that influenced you in making that decision? Like, like, I'm just thinking of someone who's like, okay, cool. Mariana sounds great. But how do you figure out who to listen to? Because there's also a lot of like, let's be real here, a lot of bullshit in the industry. Absolutely. Yes. So for me, it was about someone that recognized and acknowledged that I was not a newbie. I had 15 years with me that I was bringing from offline corporate university education uh, institutions with me and now implementing it online. I needed someone that could say, yes, that's valuable. Number one, that's not something that happens all the time, um, especially with business strategists or coaches. They have their own way and they want to feed you in that Um And I was not okay with that approach. And second, I wanted someone that could balance me out because I am a thinker. I'm a learner. I ponder. I see it. I simmer with thoughts. Um, That that could be very good, (laughs) but also prevents you from moving, right? From taking steps. With you, it was like, great, Mariana, that you are thinking all those things. Um, Let's bring it down to two choices and pick one without being pushy without being you know you need to do it by friday or else i'll you know post about it on uh, social media because i've heard this these stories eh? that that some coaches are shaming people online like you said you were gonna send me and no i did not want that um so when i saw how you worked and then we had a strategy session and you were very um, open to my story, my background, not only professional side, but also personal. Um, I had a, like a long list of needs, like I cannot work this amount of hours. I have a toddler at home. Ah, da, 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 da. And you still said, great, we still can work with that. What do you want to build? 
And to me, that was not only refreshing, that was reassuring. It showed me that you had a lot of experience dealing with different types of clients and that you were going to help me bring my experience to this new um, realm of possibilities. So for you, it was then um, a values thing as well. And it was also kind of, you felt very strongly about your own, let's say, personal checklist. Here's the things I want, here's the things I don't want, what can kind of fit, what business structure, model, et cetera, can fit in that. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. And one thing I wanted to ask you about here specifically, since we're at Strategy Sleepover, it's about keeping things simple. Mm -hmm. Um, When you started doing your own marketing, how did you make those decisions of what do you actually say yes to and what do you say no to while, you know, I know you want to work at least three, max four days per week? Mm -hmm. Yes, so... I didn't, I didn't have much hours, many hours in, uh, to use. So when you suggested, well, then instead of, you know, going one-on-one to build your network, let's look at strategic partnership, partnerships. This looked like maybe summits, maybe uh, be, becoming a guest expert. I thought, that's very interesting. I think I want to do that. And when we worked through how can I get there, you simply said you have a message that it there's a gap for the for in the market for that message. You just need to choose how do you want to share it. Mm. Um, I didn't have any da- uh, data behind me. I couldn't tell. Oh, Facebook works best for me instead of Inst- I didn't have like there was nothing behind me. So I was just like I know Instagram. I have fun in, on Instagram. I'm just gonna use Instagram. There was no like big you know, study behind it. No, it was like, I need to make a choice. I know this platform, I'm going to use it. Mm-hmm. And I just starting, started sharing what I knew. And it, it, it caught up and, and people were listening and started having interest in what I was saying. And then I engaged in conversations on Instagram. So I went from zero to whatever followers I have now, just by sharing my thoughts on what I do um, and not even tips, just my thoughts. Yeah. And, and that helped a lot. Super simple, zero overwhelm. That's it. And it wasn't just like getting followers because at the end of the day, you can have millions of followers, but if you're not making sales and not exactly. paying yourself, then that doesn't make a difference. So um, how did you start approaching sales? Like how did you make the, the, the process of sales easier for yourself? Um, well, I have a big advantage and that is that I don't have a product per se. So what I have is my consultancy services. So I don't have to create something before I have someone to work with. Um, the way I approach sales was just joining conversations. If I saw that there was a conversation going on on Instagram, I would go there and join the conversation. I would reply to stories. People were having thoughts and questions and I would just simply reply to their story. Like, hey, have you thought about this? Have you considered that? I didn't even pitch my services. It was just true connection. Mm. And from there, that created a very safe space for them to be interested in me. Um, And then we jumped on the call and then, well, how can we work together? And, you know, it just organically evolved into uh, having clients. So it's very much then focusing on the strategic partnerships, showing up in a very genuine way. Yes. Ooh, 
<laughs> but still in a way that was very strategic because you were like still at the forefront. You were, you were very picky about who, the conversations you had yes. because of the limited amount of time that you had available. Exactly. So it was not just, ah, oh, let me make friends. No, it was, let me see what's going on and what, if I can bring a different spin to it that they haven't heard before. Um, and when that was the situation, I would jump in and, and just say, hey, I can see that you're already thinking about this. This is actually your methodology. Do you have it already? Mm-hmm. And then they were like, wait, what? Do I have a methodology? Is this, is this a framework? I don't even know what that is. And then, well, then I bring in my stuff, right? Um, so it was very, it, it was a lot of fun to do, to be honest. Well, that's like the best thing you can have. Like something that was fairly simple to do. You had fun doing it and it ended up with like your first 10K month. Like, yeah, what's not to love? <laughs> <laughs> so I know you, let's talk about the micro launch method because I know you had like some amazing results from your first micro launch method. Um, I think that was a, probably three months after you kind of started building your business or fa- fairly, fairly early on. Um, how did the micro launch method, like, how did you apply it? What happened? What was your takeaway? Yes. So um, the method itself, it's super simple, which I really, really like. And what I chose <laughs> and, and this was just for me, I didn't share it. I was like, okay, so my goal for my first year in business, it's going to be one paying client. <laughs> and that was it. Like that was my realistic vision for my first year. Because, you know, everybody says like, oh, you don't make money in your first year. It's all about putting um investing money like the return starts coming in after the second year and yes that might be the case sometimes I don't say it's not the case so I was like okay if I can get one paying client I'm gonna be super happy and I'm gonna carry on um so I looked at the at the whole method from that perspective so I thought okay if money is not what's going to drive me first, what do I want to do? I want to establish myself. I want to build a solid uh, presence in the online world because nobody knows me. So then the, the summits happened, the, the um, guests in masterminds or memberships happened, podcasts and whatnot. Um, and that was amazing for me because it built my um, exposure my authority but but bottom line for me it was a great way to sort of like rehearse how can I put myself out to the world Mm -hmm. so every time I would tweak a little bit the message every time I would get feedback I would be like "Mm, interesting so they understand this concept but not this concept let me use that for the next one yeah so I want to just add here um the micro launch method is obviously the program the course about how do you market and sell your offer so the end goal is sales but I think like 50% of what we cover is all about messaging. I think actually more than 50% is messaging because it's so much about how do you connect with what your people are looking for to what you do. So that's just to establish, this is what you're explaining here. Yes, absolutely. And, and it actually makes sense. Like, um, although you explain how to sell something, you cannot sell if people don't understand what you're doing or want it or like care about it. Yes. So that's why I thought, oh, maybe I'm not going to be able to reach the sales point, but I can make sure that they are understanding who I am and what I do. But of course, once they do, 
they they are going to buy from you. So it was it was a surprise. It was a very nice surprise when I started getting paid for it. <laughs> um, so yeah, it it I would say that yes, the micro launch is great for launching and selling. But for me, it was about launching my business, my entire business. It was not only one offer. No, it was the entire business. Um, and I will forever be grateful for that. <laughs> well, I, I mean, like, yeah, it's just, I think you've had such an incredible journey and I've seen you like reusing a lot of elements from it over the last 10 months or a year or however long it's been. Um, but the fact that he, you got so much visibility from it, you got so much authority because of what you started applying with the micro launch method, although you weren't focused on sales, you're mm -hmm. focused on how do I build my authority? How do I get seen as an expert? How do I build more on these strategic partnerships? So you really extended the whole business growth strategy using the micro launch method, which I think is so interesting because a lot of people just use it to focus on like, okay, how many of like this product can I sell? This offer can I sell? So I really yeah. thought that was interesting about you. Well, it was just where I was in my journey. I, I, and I think what's very interesting about this method is that, yes, ideally you use it for offers um, to do it like super smooth and easy and that you actually sell your thing. But I was not there yet. Yeah. And I was convinced, no, I can still make it work. Like I can still extract something from this method and use it in my advantage. And sure enough, it paid up. Yeah. Amazing results. I love that. Um, yeah. I, I've, I've been saying I love that a lot in response, but it's because like, <laughs> I really like, I really do. <laughs> um, what, what's your top tip in keeping things simple? Ooh, this question is very good. Mm, I would say just sticking to your path. Um, sometimes you might get, you know, shiny object syndrome. That's not necessarily my case. My case is I want to learn more. I want to learn mm -hmm. more things. Um, not necessarily engaging in new things, but just learning about them. So I have uh, made my promise to myself that I am good as it is right now. I do not need to complicate things for myself. I do not need to learn new things right now. At this moment, it's about building solid consistent revenue uh, because I want my business to be sustainable. I don't want it to be like a bubble and then yeah. burst again. No. So for me, it's just like stay in my own lane, doing my thing and refining what I'm already doing. And that's it. <laughs> Sorry, the doorbell rang. So I had to mute myself for a second. <laughs> um, I think that's quite like interesting as well when you're looking at what what is your what is your own path like how do you know that and i feel i feel that comes with experience and self awareness and just doing a lot of and i don't want to sound like too like fluffy about this but doing personal development work as well if you need to um so for someone like you you had a lot of experience you had a lot of life experience um moving from mexico to the netherlands like cultural shifts teaching like teaching teachers how to teach better you know, for 15 years. <laughs> yes. So I think you had a lot of like self-confidence in yourself of like, I know what I'm doing to be able to do that. I think, um, cause I, I think back to myself when I was starting my business, I was 24, just finished my master's. I did have a lot of life experience, but I was from a, from a culture from Singapore where I always felt like you need to learn more. Yeah. You need to, 
age and experience is authority. Yes, You're young. You have no experience, no authority. Why would anyone pay you for marketing or strategy or anything? So um, I know it's like not really like a really nice, tangible thing that we're talking about here because it's just not, but it's more of like, I want you guys to be aware of how can I be more confident in the path I'm on and move forward and stick with it for at least like three months. Yes. So that I can say I have done everything I could have to make this particular path successful. Yes. And this is such a good point because there's this, I don't know, it seems to be that online business and entrepreneur and all these titles are somehow connected to youth so that you are you know, trailblazer at your 20s and you're making your billions at your 30s. And I am here to say, not necessarily, do not discard your years of experience doing something else and do not feel that if you didn't start your own business at 20, you cannot make it. Absolutely, you can. You just need to trust that everything that you have done so far prepared you for this particular moment in life. And then pair yourself with someone that understands that, like Maggie, <laughs> so that she can, you know, reshape it and say, okay, that's great. We can move on like this. Because um, I talk to a lot of people, I'm, I am 35 right now, and I talk to a lot of women that they say like, oh, I'm approaching 40 or I'm over 40. I don't think I have the time to build a business. I don't think I'm going to make it because I'm not 20. I have a family, I have this, mm-hmm. I have that. And while, yes, that's true, there's maturity that comes with life and, yeah. and your age. And that is only a plus. Like, that's only yeah. a plus. It's interesting that you say that because actually a lot of my clients are, are significantly or older than I am, which in the beginning, it really freaked me out because, again, I come from this, this culture where yeah. age is authority. I was like, oh, my God, but who am I to tell them they're doing something wrong? Or who am I to give them advice? Um, so that's something I had to work, work on and work through, but that is a good point. Like, I think, um, the older you are generally, the more confident you are and the more experience you have, because you've tried stuff out and you know, you know, that thing doesn't really work for me. Exactly. That thing. All right, let's try it. Exactly. Like that excites me or mm, I'm curious about that or simply who you feel that you can work with, which yeah. is key to building a yeah. business. And I think a lot of, of, um, you know what I'm all about and also a lot of the micro launch method is this is a framework feel free to break the rules like I want you to learn the rules so you understand why certain things work and how they work so I want to teach you to think like a strategist but then go do your own thing within that framework you know if that doesn't work for you cool do something else like here are the options um I think that's just important to remember that um yes you can get a lot of cookie cutter plans and there are things in place in the micro method. Like if you want the step-by-step plan and mm-hmm. you want that, cool, here you go. Mm-hmm. But if you're at a point where you have a bit more experience or you you know what you want, use the framework and just kind of, as you see, I always have a vision like the framework and then like a fish kind of like weaving in and out <laughs> and doing its own thing and playing with it. Um, and I think that's important because it's it's at the end of the day, like your business, your clients, your price points, the experience you provide, your lifestyle choices, your goals, your responsibilities are all unique. Yes. So what works, if you take exactly what I'm doing, what I've been doing, and I apply it to you, 
Mm-hmm. It's not going to work and vice, vice versa. And I think that's so important to remember that you have to forge and carve your own path confidently. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I cannot agree, agree with that more. It's, it's unique to you. And that's what I really, really like. And that's also what I enjoyed about uh, the live uh, cohort of the program. Everybody that was inside that particular cohort we all had very different businesses. Yeah. Completely different. And we were all in different stages in our business journey. So that's also super helpful. Like you can look around and, and see, ah, okay, so maybe down the line, that's something that I can explore too. Or I can see why that wouldn't work for me. Yeah, absolutely. I think having those examples and, you know, that, could be in the micro that could be anywhere else, but just seeing other people going like, oh, that could be an option. Don't like that option. And just building that self-awareness of like, literally what do you, like your pros and cons list of your likes and dislikes list. My hair is just going crazy. I don't know what's happening. Um, I think that's <laughs> important as well. Uh, Marina, this is absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your story and all your wisdom. Is there anything you would like to add as we close off? Just that you can build your business to fit you instead of the other way around. Love that. Um, yeah. It, was, that, was there anything else? No, I was <laughs> going to say, and one of the tools that can help you is the micro lunch method. <laughs> Thanks for that. See you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to learn more about the MicroLaunch method, which is my flagship program on how to market and sell an offer in three weeks or less in a really simple way that's aligned to your strengths, your goals, and your personality, head on over to maggiegila.com forward slash micro launch.